right, so we're having a drink and a chat with Rala Salbeck. Thank you so much for joining us today. Hey, my pleasure. It's great. So what are you drinking? What, what are, it's about 3 o'clock there in uh, California time, so what do you got? <laughs> uh, I have um, some lovely, amazing uh, uh, white tea that I'm sipping on. Okay, that's perfect because I'm uh, it's a little later in the in the evening here, so I'm staying out. I'm staying off the caffeine for now. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know if I was going to disappoint you, and I should have known because I just want you to know something. First of all, um, I absolutely dig your show. Oh, thank you. Um, so yeah, yeah, I really, really do. And so I should have known that that was going to be the first question you asked. Me. <laughs> <laughs> I should have had the the answer prepared, and um, but uh, it's okay. I feel like I'm. Yeah. I'm uh, pressuring a whole new uh, a, a whole new group of people into becoming alcoholics, and I'm like, I didn't mean alcohol. You can drink whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, at first I'm like, maybe I should make up a drink, and I'm like, maybe I should say my tea is spiked, and then uh, and then I totally forgot about it. Yeah, but it, um, anyway, so yes, it's very good tea, and if you if you do come here uh, over the pond, then uh, then we shall have some white tea. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, you know, tea is very big over here in London, so uh, white white tea would probably be a welcome change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do dig that about uh, about the UK for sure. It's it's really cool. So, um, I just had Tracy Ryerson on. Um, I think it was last week. We had a nice chat, and we were talking all about Kiss Her, I'm Famous, and she had nothing but good things to say about you, which I expected because I have Aww. not. Uh, yeah, well, I paid her well, but <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna be. Better, no, <laughs> you better talk um, me up, girl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She's absolutely delightful. I'm, uh, I'm so glad to hear that. She's, she's seriously a gem to work with. So I'm, I'm really happy to, to hear that she had a great time as well. She did, she did. And I, and I was telling her, I, um, I did the binge watch thing. I went like completely all Orange Is the New Black on Kiss Her, I'm Famous, and watched them all right in a row. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. I'm really happy to hear that because you can binge watch to your delight in January because I'm going to be uh, for season two. I'm planning on releasing uh, all the episodes at once. No way. I am. I am. I'm like, you know what? That's how I like to watch it. And and like you said, I mean, um, you know, Orange is the New Black. I mean, I literally like took two days off of work and um, <laughs> I hope no one's listening. From work. <laughs> I literally like it stopped my whole world for like two days because um, I binge watched all 13 episodes. I'm like, you know what? This is. I feel like this is how I'd want to watch a series. Yeah. Um, and it seems like, you know, my friends and the audiences seem to like to watch it this way. So why don't I try to do it this time for season two? So, oh, so that's the plan there. That's great. That I mean, It's true. It's true. And, you know, I get it. I mean, I get with web series, it's nice because there's a, there's a certain convenience involved and you can watch them at your own you know, at your own pace and when you have a minute and, and that's great and everything. But there's, you know, I think because Orange is the new black and because um, Breaking Bad and, and Netflix has kind of, you know, shotgun, we just all learn this new way of, of just, uh, just like, you know, everything American. It's a binge fest and, and it's great. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. But, but you know, what's really funny is I think Netflix was so, so absolutely smart because they saw, what, I mean, it's it's basically what we have been trying to do for a while. I mean, how many times, I don't know if you've done this, but um, before, you know, Netflix came around, um, uh, you know, you would wait. Like a lot of times, like for instance, Lost was my show for a while. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and so I wouldn't want, I would hate to wait every week for, you know, 
for an episode. I just wanted to keep that energy. So a lot of the times I'd skip a few episodes just to be able to binge watch on my own, like on the DVR or yeah, or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, true. It keeps you it just you know keeps you a little more interested and and less. There's less of a, you know, that the wait time that kind of brings you down a little bit. It really does. It brings you know the energy down. You just want to stay with these characters for longer. And like you said, like. You know, let's say you have a quick second, you know, especially with web series because they're shorter. Yeah. You have a quick second, like you have a break at work or you're, um, you know, on the bus or you're doing something. I mean, it just gives you the freedom to be able to watch whenever you want. Um, yeah. Which is what I think we were trying to do anyway. And so Netflix was super smart. They're like, you know what, we're going to give people what they want. And um, and I think that worked out really, really great. I think it's a, I think it's a great idea, especially for season two, because, you know, um, again, it's like, everybody that watched season one, you know, that absolutely love it. They're so anxious for, <laughs> for season two that, you know, they're going to gobble it up like that. They're going to binge it. <laughs> they're going to do it. I feel it. <laughs> well, I, I hope so. I really do hope so. Um, I, I'm, thank you for saying that. Yeah, I, I, I hope so. That's, uh, and they definitely will not be disappointed. I'll tell you that much. I hope, I hope not. I mean, we oh, tried very, great. very hard to make a uh, season two that is worthy of season one. Um, that's sort of, um, bigger, better, but at the same time, you, you you still keep that essence of why people like season one in the first place. So. It seems like it it is wrapped around and dipped in this fascination that you know that people have with being famous, and it's so well timed and you know so perfectly topical. Um, did you? I, I you did some of you did some of the writing or all of the writing? Oh yeah, I did all of the writing. So. Like, did what? Did it just hit you one day? Like, you could totally see two people doing this because of the fame monster that's that lur- that lurks in everybody. Oh my goodness! Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, of course, you know, it started. I mean, how can you? I mean, there's been so many ridiculous stunts. I mean, forget about sex days. I mean, even like things like I don't know. Do you remember Balloon Boy? Do you yes. remember that whole fiasco, Balloon Boy? Yes. Yes. Yeah, you know just really dumb fake things and um and then of course you know i don't know i mean you see this stuff all the time and um and it was uh, getting to um it was getting to a point where i just i was just like i have to say something about it and uh and a lot of my previous work um has been like more on the serious side maybe more on the dramatic side I'm like you know what? i really want to do something entertaining and something on the lighter side at the same time you know something thought-provoking but I also wanted you know delve into a little bit of comedy as well and then uh, and at the time I was complaining I think to a bunch of friends like oh can you believe it another tape and I think it was Hulk Hogan at the time I think so I think Hulk was, Hogan yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah right? I think it was right there right like October 2012 something and I was like all right that's it like it's kind of like just writing itself you know yeah and then um and then so what I did was that in fact I, I started researching online because I thought there has to be has to be a show about this, um, a web series. You know, I thought there had to be, and I didn't really find any. And so I'm like, okay, great. So I just got to writing. And of course, um, as you know, I, I always like to put like a strong female leads yeah. um, in my projects. And so, um, and that is how it became. Did you have, um, did you have Tracy and, um, is Ilya? Ilya? Ilya, uh-huh. Yeah. Did you have them in, in mind at all, or was it just purely a casting process? Yeah, that, I didn't know. When I wrote it, I did not. When I wrote it, I didn't have them or anyone in mind at all. 
Um, and then, uh, and then, so what happened was, um, I cast Ilya first. First, I wanted to find a gent, um, and uh, and I was just, you know, I, I was just got uh, submissions and submissions, just nothing, nothing really that I was really looking for. That it just didn't quite fit. And then finally, there was a a, a casting director here um, uh, from AE Casting. Her name's Lori, um, and I had worked with her once before, and uh, so I pinged her and. And I said, hey, I'm having a trouble finding this this character and this, this. And I sent her the script. And she's like, I have the perfect person for you. I said, nah, -uh. She said, yeah. So um, she said, come here at, uh, there's some theater up in Northern California, um, some premiere of some uh, an independent film. And she said, and um, Ilya Matthews is going to be there. Um, she sent me her reel, which was just blew me out of the water. And I already knew I wanted to cast her. I'm like, I'm going to go over there and you know, meet her and cast her. And so we met and we talked about the project and um, and that's how that came to be. That's um, great. Her comedic timing is just impeccable. Just really, really impeccable. She's a huge talent. So I can't wait for her to uh, to blow up suddenly. I, she, I feel it. I do. I feel that when I watch her because she's got the, the, um, the perfect, you, like you said, the perfect comedic timing. She, her delivery of her lines is just, it's phenomenal. And it's, and it's not forced in any way. So it feels really real you know like she just oh yeah yeah she I, I mean she's, she's really really great at that um like you said i mean yeah exactly right i think i think a lot of people can see it when 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 they um when they see her on screen i think a lot of people can feel that so yeah. i'm glad to hear you said that as well. she's got that 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 good snark about her like i that's what i felt when i first saw cat denning Yeah, little, yeah. You know, a little of that that good snark and and a, and a great delivery. Although I really I do think Aaliyah has a better delivery. Actually, like there's a lot of times we're we're watching two broke girls and I'm like, wow, it's almost reminiscent of of Jerry Seinfeld. You know, like somebody like he there was just yeah. that hint that you went like he's so not an actor. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. once in a while, I I feel a little shaky when I'm when I'm watching two broke girls like that. But but I mean that that jet that that you know that fun funness about about the um about the comedy like I feel like she's having a good time when she's cracking a joke you know and I know it's scripted uh, but I feel that so it feels feels real and that's that's cool yeah, yeah it's super natural yeah and uh and with Tracy so so then you know once I cast Jen okay now I need to cast like the perfect Mandy um to fit Jen and uh, I was just thinking 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 and I put a few hours out there and Things didn't quite pan out, and and um, so it's so funny because uh, uh, who who's in, in Three Veils, um, she was on the uh, our Fifty Minutes podcast with with Tracy and Stabby, you know the, the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so I'm like, oh my god, Tracy, like Tracy from the Real Elward, and and um, for some reason I I didn't watch all of the the Real Elward, um, but when I did, I only watched season one, and I remember for. Some reason I don't even know why. For some reason, um, I remembered just her her presence on screen and how magnetic she was, um, and she just had this sort of presence that I thought would really really gel well um, with uh, with Jen on screen. Uh, and so I told Sheet, I'm like, hey, do you think you could just like introduce this on email? And I just have this project. You know, I don't know if she'll like it or not. I don't know if she's interested in doing you know some like a web series or whatever. Um, and so yeah, so I, I approached her and uh, we talked about uh, the project and um, and away we went and so that that was that. So it it really was all uh, kind of by by chance. 
um, that's great. Glad it worked out the way it did. Yeah. Yeah. That 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 did work out really really well. I and I think I understand what you mean. Like I watched the first season of the real L Word and then I kind of stopped too. But the only thing that I remember about it was Tracy because, like I told her, she, watching her and what she was going through and something that personal, like coming out to your mom, you know, in in front of cameras, um, that was that to me. That's the kind of reality. T- that's what reality TV should have been instead of the big sloppy mess that it is now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, she right. I mean, there's just something about her. I don't know what it was it just completely drew me into her and um and i i feel uh more than lucky to uh to have had her for for season one and again for season two yeah um she's she's just so brilliant to work with she really really is and and she's super smart yeah yeah i got that i got that feeling too she's got a great background in the business as well in front of the camera but behind the scenes as well so it's that's got to be really helpful (laughs) <laughs> so oh that, yeah. yeah, oh certainly, certainly. That was yeah, cool. she's, she's 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 fantastic. I can't say enough good things about her. So and it was it, it was it was a it was a love fest when we when we were discussing you too. So that's that's good. <laughs> but, <laughs> that, are we having a podcast orgy right now? We're having a Do podcast. Yeah, it's almost like a three way. <laughs> I'm gonna tell everybody. Now now it's all complete. <laughs> <laughs> now we've gone in the gutter. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> But you know the 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 thing of it is that I was thinking as I was watching it, um, and then again when I knew I had um, some of the upcoming interviews with you guys, one of the things I was thinking was like if it were me that was going to be working with you, I feel like I would be just a tad bit intimidated because of the phenomenal success and the undertaking that was Three Veils. Um, that was yeah, definitely huge. nothing to be intimidated about, but um, <laughs> I, I really appreciate you uh, uh, talking about Three Veils. Yeah, it, it, that project really meant um, really meant a tremendous amount to me. So I, I really appreciate hearing that it was it affected it, you as well. A, a, a massive undertaking on every level. Like I think, I think what I being intimidated. I think it was knowing the kind of fearlessness that you had to have in order to get that made, I think is, is what really blew me away. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Either that or it's like, you know, a little, a little crazy in the noggin, um, <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it really meant to thank you for saying that. Um, I, I definitely don't mean to, uh, to play it down. I, I think I use humor a lot of the time to, um, you know, in, 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 in situations like this, but yeah, I, it uh, it was very uh, it was like six years in the making. It was extremely personal. Um, I remember when I first um, I don't talk about this a lot, but I remember when I first finished the script. Um, I I cried for like three days. I mean, it, I it, it was like a I really did. It wasn't like a you know just sniffling. I mean, I I was a I was a wreck. I was a mess. And I think the reason why was because I felt like I went through so much. And then I knew that I was going to have to go through much more just to, to yeah. get it on the screen. I mean, writing it was just the, the you know, the first, um, first step there. And, um, and yeah, it was like a year or two of, you know, investors trying to come in and then pulling out the second they got nervous about the subject matter, or the second they got a whiff of, you know, because we had a lot of um, fundraisers boycotted. We, ha- I mean, it was, 
it was it was a uh, it was a journey and it wasn't easy. No, oh, yeah, I can imagine because each each one of the storylines, like you know, each, each one had its had its own hurdle, you know, that I could see business wise, you know, like first of all, of course, the you know the one with, there was LGBT content in it, so there's a red flag. Then you're talking about you know Muslims arranged marriages, another red flag. So I can't even um, imagine, you know, having a, a story that is that personal and and so, um, again, you know, it's 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 so deeply rooted. You know, like people are so passionate about those topics, and uh, and I just I, I was, really blown away by the fact that not only did it, it get made, but I I feel like you got to tell it the way you wanted it told. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, I part of me and like you said I I did not compromise um, yeah. I didn't compromise anything the way that I wrote it is the way that it is on screen and that's and that's that and trust me I mean <laughs> I remember uh, I remember I mean uh, um, it's so funny no one really asks me about this so I'm so glad you're you're, you're actually delving into it I, I I really never get to, to talk about it a lot really wow <laughs> I really don't <laughs> I think uh, yeah um but anyway, so what happened is, in, in terms of compromising the, uh, the the content or the writing or anything like that, I remember I was uh, I I had um, how do you say like I had sent the the uh, a few drafts of the script around to some people who I respected, some people who I admired, um, you know, just just few. Obviously, I didn't want the script to get out because it was you know um, you know it wouldn't have been a good thing for anyone yeah, <laughs> for the right. script to come out early. But I sent it to a, to a few choice people. And it was a little disappointing sometimes when I would, you know, hear back from sort of prominent, um, you know, writers coming back to me saying, you know what, this is great, but you know what you should do. Um, instead of the girls, like, you know, making love on the bed, they, how about they just kiss each other on the cheek? I mean, don't you think yeah. it would? Oh, yeah. That's their own fear. That's their own fear talking. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm sorry, you're completely fine with showing, you know, a pretty graphic, you know, forceful, you know, rape scene. Yeah. But you're not okay with, like, two people showing love to each other. Uh, it completely baffled me. Um, it speaks volumes. It speaks volumes about the industry. And I think, it, you know, like, people like, like you are, are knocking down doors that needed to be knocked down, like, 10 years ago, you know, and, and, and the fight is so big. And it, it does take fearless people to do you know, fearless projects. And then I feel like those people that had a chance to be in on it and see how good it is, you know, and the good that it does, I, I always wonder, are they kicking themselves in the ass for making a bad decision? <laughs> I don't know. I'd like to think so. I sort of fantasize about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't really uh, hear from them. I mean, you know, there, there, actually there, there were a few people who, um, um, you know, who came to like to the festival screenings or just something and they said, you know, we heard about the film, you know, and we heard about all the controversy. And we want, we wanted to see what it's all about. They're like, you know what? It wasn't so bad. I'm like, I don't even know what you mean by it wasn't so bad. <laughs> but they're like, you know, they just they loved each other. Like she, you know, she just loved her. I'm like, yeah, exactly. That's the point. That's like, the point, right? Like I always, I feel like <laughs> if it's the people that are afraid of the you know, controversy like, are the ones looking so for bad. it. I'm like, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A backhanded compliment, if any. I know. <laughs> like, I don't know what how to take this, but you know, I'm glad you're not. You know. Yeah, glad you're not offended. Thanks. Great. You know. 
No, it, <laughs> it just means a lot to me. So I'm glad that you don't think it's all that bad. No, oh my God, no. I, it just, I, but you know, I did. I read an, I, I, I read some of your um, Huffington Post articles, and I absolutely love them. And I, I'm hoping that you could share a little bit with our listeners um, of this of the story where you mercilessly and relentlessly fought to get a ticket to the Tomb Raider premiere to see Angelina Jolie. Ah, yes. So awesome. Oh, the Tomb Raider premiere to meet Angelina Jolie, who I was completely enamored by. Um, oh, that is so funny. I'm so... Like, <laughs> <laughs> writing on... I'm like, how the hell did I write that on Huffington Post? I need to, like, calm down a bit. <laughs> like, it was great. Oh, stories, I just don't know, you know, how they make me seem. Um, fearless uh, fearless they make you seem fearless <laughs> yeah no so what happened was i mean uh, you know if, uh, you know f- uh, feel free to for, for whoever's listening feel free to to, to read uh, to read the stories on huffington post um i think uh, the title was uh, how i hacked angelina jolie's uh, premiere party <laughs> you think um, that's it yeah by me, so I don't think I don't think anyone else wrote about it. So I think it won't be hard to find. Yeah, you can Google that instantly. <laughs> yeah, just, just Google "roller cellback hack" and Angelina <laughs> Jolie party, and and you'll be good to go. You'll be on your way. Um, yeah. So what happened is uh, I I was just completely, you know, I absolutely loved her. Remember, girl interrupted and Gia and yeah. I mean, I think she was a huge part of you know for women who love women or who had crushes on women. It was, you know, Angelina Jolie was it, especially like in the late nineties and early two thousands. Yeah. And uh, and so, and then Tomb Raider. I'm also a big gamer, and so I play Tomb Raider. And then so when I found out that Tomb Raider, that Angelina Jolie is going to be in a movie, (laughs) it's going to be Tomb Raider. I I literally like lost my marbles. it was, it was, I just, I couldn't believe it. And so I'm like, I have to get the, to the premiere party. And basically in the, in the article, I write about all these different ways I tried to get to the premiere party. Um, and then at the end, what ended up happening was I found this phone number uh, for Paramount, because Paramount was the studio who was, was making the movie. Um, I found this phone number for this catering, something <laughs> catering, Paramount something. Um, and if you go on the website, you'll never find a number of anything significant of any of any kind. So the well, not now. Thanks. A real, a real working phone number like was kind of like crazy. And so I called. And so I called up the, the catering, and I pretended I was the uh, 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 ambassador's uh, um, Spanish ambassador's uh, wife, and I had a daughter who was had a birthday party, and I wanted to get her premiere tickets. And I had this, like, fake British accent and everything. Um, and she, you know, bless her heart, I still remember her. Um, she gave me the number for the Paramount Studios, like, the actual people who were handling it. And then it took me a while to get in through there. And I, it was just it was just so crazy. And then when I finally reached, you know, the number to get me uh, premiere tickets, um, and I said, yes, I'll have two, please. It was great. I just couldn't believe it when I got when I got it in the mail. And, and yeah, I ended up going, and I ended up uh, meeting Angelina Jolie. I won't tell you how. You're going to have to read the article. <laughs> I just love <laughs> but that. Takes it did bumps. happen after weeks and weeks of trying and faking and, you know, pranking people and hacking people and, um, you know, it, it, it worked out somehow. So it's, it, it was, it's absolutely, it's a great, it's hilarious. The hangups were my favorite. <laughs> yeah, like, <the> <laughs> yeah. Hi, is this Paramount click? It's, it's, 
even an exaggeration. It is. <laughs> I wish I was exaggerating. It, that's exactly what happened. I believe so. it. I believe it. After after year, I remember. Oh man, watching television shows. I forget which one it was. It was it maybe it was Ellen. Where one of the one of her friends had a job at the studio, and that was how the guy treated her every time she would come to have lunch with Paige, and the guy would just be like, you know, just completely ignoring her or hanging up on her, and it's like, yeah, I I could see that happening. It was just so that's really good. how it is, and uh, I don't even I don't even know. I was uh, I'm just so happy that I uh, that I got to go. Yeah, that's actually one of the most defining moments in my life, which is I mean, it sounds so frivolous, but really, it made me feel like. If I can do this, like in a small town, like from like Beaverton, Oregon, like I could do anything. You know? It's true. It's just a little insight as to, you know, like in order, in order of it, you know, it went three veils and I was like, wow, she's just fearless for getting this done. Then I read that article and I went, well, it all makes sense now. <laughs> <laughs> like I just put it all together. Really off the rocker. <laughs> yeah, she... Yeah, she's got no fear whatsoever. I like this. I like this girl. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's terrific. So, it's so important. I think a lot of people don't realize um, what no fear, what what that, what the um, what the phrase no fear really, really entails and really means. I think, I think when you let go of your fear, you will be completely taken aback by what you you can accomplish. Um, it is amazing. And, you know, even if you think, I mean, you know, I'm, of course I'm afraid of, of failure. I'm afraid of death threats. I'm, a, I'm afraid of, you know, season two not being as good as season one. Or I'm afraid that, you know, sure, that there are always those worries, I guess. But I, you should never let, never let fear get in the way of anything. Or else you're just going to be selling yourself short, you know. It's you have true. the one life, the one life. And the only thing that will stop you from doing anything is fear. So you better let go of it and learn to let go of it early or else, you know, you won't be living life to the fullest that you can. It's true. It's, a, you know, a part of it is, you know, regardless of whether, um, you know, you have a, a massive success, a commercial success or a blinding failure, the bottom line is you got to step up to the plate and take a swing. Otherwise, you know, when you look back, you're going to see yourself sta standing there with a bat and uh, and wishing that you had you know, three more pitches coming your way. So, you know, oh, you might as well yeah. step up and, 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 and take a big swing. <laughs> oh, Go. seriously. Exactly. I mean, exactly. I mean, that's a great, great analogy. That's a great sports analogy. I mean, another one I, another one I say is you're never going to win the lottery if you don't buy a ticket. Right. I mean, you can sit there on your couch and complain about this and complain about that, whatever, whatever. But once the jackpot comes, you can't be like, can you believe it? I didn't win again. It's like, well, you didn't buy a lottery ticket. Right, <laughs> right. Oh, it's well. true. It's, it's <laughs> you need to get yourself a ticket. You need to sit there and wait to see if you win, you know. Honestly, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It, but, you know, I kind of feel like you have to be that way um, in, the, in that business. Like, you really do, you know, you got to have a set of brass ones in that business to get anything done because – there's so much rejection and there's, and there's so many people telling you that you can't, that, you know, even if you accomplish the smallest thing, it's really not small. It's huge because to get anything done is an effort within itself, you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Absolutely. I, I, I couldn't even agree with you more. I mean, this industry is, like you said, there is, there is a ton of rejection, a ton of rejection. And so um, that's why I, you know, that's why I, I do a lot of the projects 
I try to keep creative control of, of most of the projects. I don't know how long that'll last, but, <laughs> um, but I really, um, I mean, that, that means the most to me. It's important, though, I mean, really, because because you do a lot of the writing yourself and then you're and then do the filmmaking along with the editing and a lot of other things too that I'm I'm leaving out <laughs> but um you know it is it's a, I think it's a huge fear among writers that once you once you turn a project over and you lose control of it that it's not going to be what you wanted it to be what you're watching up on the screen is completely different than what you wrote so you know I I think that you know being able to retain the control of it is huge because you know you're putting out the stuff that we want to see and we and I think there's a lot of trust in that you know and and I know that you get that because you know I'm, I'm, I just look at your content and I know that you get that so it's like it, it's got to be like a huge responsibility but it does have to feel good because there's so little of that content available to us yeah yeah I mean I do take I do take that responsibility and I'm very proud of taking it you know I know I I, I I mean, I simply just make content that I myself would want to watch. I mean, that's literally how – I don't know how else to gauge if content is, is, is good or not. I just go with what I would like to see, and I, I put myself at a standard of what I would want to see. Like, I, I put myself at a pretty, pretty, pretty high standard. I mean, I can say I'm – pretty much unsatisfied with everything I've done. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always think I could do better. I always think I could do better. I always think I could do better. And, um, and I don't, I, I don't know. I, I think that's what keeps me going. I, I never, I'm never quite 100% satisfied. Um, but, uh, I always, you know, I always, I always give it my all. That's, that's, that's huge too. Was it, was it a bit scary going into something that was, kind of like out and out funny as opposed to, you know, the serious and, and intense that you were, you know, had, you know, are kind of known for. <laughs> yeah. Right. I know. Well, it, 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 like I said, a lot of it, uh, a lot of my decision to make Kiss Ryan famous was because I felt like I was just doing too much, uh, drama, even for my taste. Like I said, I mean, it, it wasn't, you know, that I was saying like, Oh, now I need to, have a portfolio and I need people to see that I'm versatile. No, it really has nothing to do with that other than if I was looking at a filmmaker, if I was a following a filmmaker who had done these films and these short films and these documentaries, um, I what would I want to see from such a filmmaker? And I was thinking, I'm like, you know what, what? I should try comedy. I mean, I absolutely love comedy and it's not easy. Um, it's definitely challenging and uh, I love challenges. <laughs> um, so I just tried to do something that I would want to watch and hope that other people feel the same, really. Yeah, I think, I mean, I definitely feel like it's, I think, you know, the web series itself is a huge hit. And I think in general, like web series are a really cool way to go now, you know, because it's just the kind of society we live in now. You know, it seems so weird thinking back, like even before there was DVRs and TiVo and everything, like, we just accepted the fact that we missed like three episodes of a, of a, in a season of friends. Like we just accepted it. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that was, that was the truth that we had to live with. Like, right. Like act on the ground. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was crazy. It was like, people would be like, you want to go out and grab a bike? I can't, man. It's Tuesday. I got to watch friends at eight. Like, can we do it on Wednesday? <laughs> I, got, I got nothing on Wednesday, but yeah. And like now it's like, we, 
have control over when we want to watch something and what we want to watch and and you know with the inter it being the internet we we do have access to a lot more content than we're ever going to see on our TV screens it feels like um so it's just it seems like it's the way to go and and everybody's jumping on that bandwagon but because there's a sea of web series you know everywhere you look the quality like especially tello you know like the quality of stuff that they're putting out it's just, to me, it's absolutely amazing. Like, I don't feel like I've compromised anything by paying to be a premium subscriber to Tello because it's the stuff that I would pay to see on Netflix or the stuff that I would pay, you know, to rent on demand. So, you know, I just feel like you have to be careful of the of the, the quality part of it because there's a lot out there. You know, the, you know, and you're weeding through it, especially... You know, like somebody that like in my business where I'm trying to watch everything and see which ones I like and I want to talk about and, you know, get the word out about, you do tend to have to weed through some. And um, that's, I guess that's the thing I love most about, about um, Kiss Around Famous. You know, not only the fact that it's from Tello because I just love them, but the fact that it's, it's the quality that's involved in, in the, the stuff that they're, that they're making makes me proud. You know, like that part of it makes me proud, but it also makes me feel like good about spending that money oh yeah yeah mm. i mean absolutely i mean it's, it's like you said i mean with tello um i mean you can always bank on the fact that you're like three bucks or four bucks a month that you're paying um will always bring you quality content yeah um, always 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 you know yeah. and so that's that's a great thing about being a part of tello it's it's a, that you know you're amongst um like you say because web series is kind of right now it's kind of like the you know the wild wild west um, you know, where everyone's, you know, doing a web series and everyone's posting, everyone's doing Indiegogo campaigns and everyone's just trying as much as possible to, um, to have their voice and to show what they, what they've got and trying to make people watch it. It's, it's a beautiful thing. Um, but at the same time, it's like for someone who doesn't have a lot of time, it's like, well, how, can't you just tell me, can't you just show me like what are the high quality you know, sort of lesbian-themed web series out there, do I need to go Google, like, 5 million, you know, um, 5 million web series just to find the one? Um, well, no. I mean, like you said, with Tello, you actually do get that. Um, yeah. And it's almost guaranteed that you'll get that because their standards are quite high, um, you know, especially compared to what else is, is out there. So I'm very, very proud to be part of the um, Tello family, certainly. Yeah, the quality of the of their work, just I feel like they, they really have raised the bar. And... Um, you know, and and that's great. You know, but it, it this and I love the fact that they'll take a pitch. You know, like that's awesome. You know, if you have an idea and they think it's you know that that's something that they can, you know, bring up to their level and and they're good with it, then they're going to help you out. And I and I love that about that because it, you oh, know it is it's a struggle. It's a struggle to get stuff done, and they're right there helping and putting that money right back into Tello, which is awesome. So, yeah, it's a good. They're definitely a great team to be involved uh, to be involved with, and that's. One of the reasons I, I love um, Kristen is because she is so open to, like, your ideas and stuff, you know, like, they're, they're just, like, she approaches it with not an ounce of negativity, like, you never feel like she's just listening to do, you know, to say that she listened, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, she really is interested, she really is, is um, you know, helpful in, in, ev in everything, and, and they're just, uh, it's good, it's a good, good relationship. They've got such a good oh, um, reputation. Fantastic. 
Yeah, and you know what? I mean, that's that's it's absolutely true about her. I mean, she has such a phenomenal reputation, um, and it's it's I think it's perfectly well deserved. Mm-hmm. Like you said, in terms of pitching, I actually pitched Kiss Drive Famous. I mean, that's how I got into Tello. It's not like, um, you know, I, I pitched them and like, hey, what do you think? Here's the synopsis, blah, blah, blah. And then once I was done writing, I'm like, hey, what do you think? Yeah, blah, blah, blah. And Isn't that great? It was, uh, it was so seamless. And um, it was so seamless. And then, you know, of course, when I met her, I mean, you do not, man, in this industry, it's like golden nuggets, the people that you can trust. Right. Like, really really trust you know like you really want they're just so special so few and far between um and i have complete complete trust in her and in telefilms so and that's i haven't said that about anyone and i know that (laughs) you can like go search back in any you know podcast or any interview i don't i really don't say that very lightly so i I do mean that um so uh yeah so i feel i feel very fortunate to uh to have heard about them and to um, hook up with uh, with Kristen and with Tello. It's great. Is there any little nugget that you can drop here as an exclusive about season two? Any little bit of you know gossip that the listeners will jump onto? Oh, as far as what's going to happen in season two? Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. But um, huh? you know, <laughs> any good stuff from behind the scenes or no? <laughs> <laughs> what do you really want to tell um, me? <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> oh, let me think. Well, first of all, um, it, there is one thing that I will say that I haven't announced, so this is kind of an exclusive. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be, um, on December 2nd, which is a Monday, uh, I'm going to be posting um, uh, an exclusive behind the scenes uh, for Kids Famous Season 2 for all Tele subscribers. Oh, cool. Is it like okay, a... Um... Uh, and, that, that, and that I didn't do even for season one. So you're going to get a lot of... If you're looking for juice, you're going to get a lot of it right there. <laughs> Great. Okay. So that's December 2nd and the, the Tello subscribers get to see that first, obviously. Absolutely. Exactly. So, um, yes, juice is coming December 2nd. Excellent. Uh, as far as behind the scenes. Um, but as far as what's going to happen in, uh, uh, in the actual series, um, I promise... It's to be um, a ton of fun. Uh, of course, as you know, um, uh, Tracy and Ali are going to be, uh, Jen and Mandy, is, and then Santos is also going to be there. And then we have um, Fazia Mirza. Do you know her from uh, uh, her, her own web series? Indeed, um, yes. Cam, Cam Kardashian? Yes, yep. I know her from that. I know her from Easy Abby. And, uh, and we just had her right. on the Lesbian Lounge a couple months ago. She's awesome. I mean, I, I, I absolutely love her, too. Um, I mean, it sounds like, you know, the Kiss Time Famous, like, cast and crew, like, is, is always in a perpetual love fest, but we really are. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I absolutely love her. And so she's going to be uh, cameoing as Cam Kardashian, which is why I'm Cam Kardashian. Oh, that is a nice little tidbit. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> so she's going to be doing that for, for an episode or two. Um Another tidbit I could say is, do you remember season one, how we kept hearing about Mandy's ex-girlfriend, Hannah, Hannah, Hannah? Yes, And yes. she broke Mandy's heart and, and all that stuff. Um, well, she is definitely going to be there in season two. You get to see what Hannah is all about and uh, what happens there. Oh, great. That's yeah, great. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Uh. And last thing I'm going to say is, uh, um, I, I, this isn't a tidbit. I think most people know about this, but um, 
uh, I'm super excited um, that Noreen DeWolf from uh, Anger Management um, is also making appearances uh, in a few episodes. Um, and she plays uh, sort of a uh, sort of an evil Disney princess lesbian <laughs> herself. Oh, wow. Uh, so I, can't, I can't really say what capacity or what's going on, but I will say that listeners will be very, very, very happy. So. That's great. Oh, that's that's terrific. Well, that's that's a lot of tidbits. I was I was th- thinking you were just going to throw a bone. All you had to do was ask. All you had to do was ask. Wow. Here I thought I was just going to get like you know here here's let me throw you a bone, but no. Look at you <laughs> dropping them out. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. That is awesome. Well, <laughs> God, I really I really really appreciate you taking time out to uh, to talk with us. It's been so fun, and um and we're, and I like I said we're I'm so looking forward to season two, and I'm. S- Knowing that it's going to all come out at once, you have no idea. It's like getting the large popcorn and not having to share it with anyone. <laughs> I am going to binge yeah, like you don't it. even I'm know. I'm going to quote you on that. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have a binge fest the way we had a love fest. I can tell you that right now. <laughs> it's going to be it. great. Well, it's, it's been my pleasure. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Yeah, let me know how you uh, how you enjoy season two when it comes out in January. Oh, most definitely, most definitely, for sure. That was Rolla Selbach, the director and writer, actually, of Kisser I'm Famous and uh, the movie Three Veils. I highly recommend if you get a chance to to check that out. And thank you so much, Rolla.